You're tuned into Black Ass Podcast with Hadia Robinson. The last I checked, I'm the only one with a job around here. When you pay the bill. McDonald's. You got McDonald's money. We going riding on the freeway of eleven against our plans. We going—I don't know if it say that. We going riding on the freeway of eleven up in Canada. What up, y'all? Welcome to Black Ass Podcast. It's Hadia Robinson. Um, of course, that is my moment of um, to recognize the late, great Aretha Franklin. Um, and listen, this mine, I'm not about to go all off. Some of y'all is doing the absolute most. Like, y'all knew Aretha. Like, y'all listen to Aretha. Y'all don't even listen to Aretha Franklin's soul. Like, please stop with the R.I.P.s. Y'all can't wait to R.I.P. somebody. Like, goddamn. Don't even know them. Don't listen to none of their music, but R.I.P. in your ass off. If I was to go in most of y'all CD collection slash maybe album collection, ain't no Aretha in there. Why y'all fronting? If I go to your recently listened to songs, Aretha ain't in there. And if it is in there, it's dated after she died. Your ass wasn't, Aretha wasn't on your fucking rotation list. Y'all probably skipped the Aretha Franklin song in the way to exhale soundtrack. Y'all so fake. Like my whole time, like oh god, alright, Aretha. Oh, the good ones is gonna take me, Lord. Like shut your ass up. Y'all don't even, y'all don't even know the song that I was just singing. Pink Cadillac. Y'all don't know that song. And I'm a. Y'all don't even remember the. I'm saying remember, and y'all don't even know. She did a song with George Michael that was the shit. Y'all don't listen. To, I didn't. I didn't. Like, Aretha had that kind of voice. She had the voice that already had the stank on it. Remember when I had to tell Tina to put the stank on it? Aretha voice already had stank already applied. You understand me? Like, straight up. It was, it was churchy, but, like, she was, like, she was a hood chick low-key, like, through the 50s, 50s, 60s, 70s. Like, that's how long her fucking career is, man. Like, and just, and think about it. She just did the Kennedy Center Honors, what, two years ago? Barack was in office, so it was maybe three years ago. His hair wasn't that great. So maybe like three years ago. It was pre-Bangs on Michelle. So maybe like four, it was maybe like four years ago. But that's not long ago when you fucking 90, what, 70-something years old. You know what I'm saying? Um, but her, she took her career all the way from do, 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 do. Like from that era, all the way through like the hippie era, all the way through the eighties with the saxophone music. Like it was a saxophone in every song. No, even if it was, it wasn't about sex, it was a saxophone in the song, right? Like a saxophone moment. Not even just like a saxophone playing, but like breakdown. <laughs> Right? All the way through to doing songs with Lauren Hill. All the way through. Like, yo. That's that's a career. That is a career, man. Like, oh my God. So, shout out to everybody in Detroit at the 18-hour funeral. Lord have mercy. Black people, we do the what most. Um, I'm going to have to watch the replay. I'm going to just kind of read my timeline for all y'all shady-ass remarks. I did catch... A moment of faith heal, and I turned it because I didn't want to see her ruin her whole life. <laughs> I was like, oh, they got faith heal out here singing? Not that they shouldn't have a white person, but like, okay, faith heal. Like, that was such an odd choice to me. Like, mm, did Aretha have a country album coming? Like, what? I can't even think of, I don't even know if I know. Oh, nope, that's not a faith. I, I immediately thought Shania Twain, it, but that's not, yeah, I don't even know her. So she did okay. She was, she did, I think, what a friend we have in Jesus, but 
that choir that they have singing there, honey, I don't think nobody could sound bad. I could get up there and they'll make me sound good. That choir, woo, that's one of them choirs where you know they about to make somebody cry. You might be going to the funeral like, I'm good. I don't even really. That choir get to sing, you be like, oh, his eyes. I'll just stare on Jesus. Oh, my Lord. Like, you are going to. You're going to break that that choir. Whoa! I'm in my house and I felt that shit. That was unbelievable. If your choir sound like that, please direct me to your church. I will gladly put some money in that offering plate because that is a concert, honey. I'm not even there for the word. I am there for the song. <laughs> Soon as the pastor start teach, preaching, I'll be like, well, let me go ahead and get up. Can you hear me? That's my purse. <laughs> I'm out. I've got everything I needed right now, boy. Um, but yeah, man, shout out to all y'all fake asses. Don't even know no reason. Y'all only know R-E-S-B-E-C-T sidebar. I just need somebody to get Al Sharpton and just sit him down. I get it, Al. You done lost all that weight. You are out here living. Your, you ain't seen your ankles. <coughs> it's been decades since, since you seen your dick. And now you done lost that weight. You are feeling yourself. Your hair is slicked back. You are shea moisture down. You hear me? And I understand that. But what I need you to do is not go on TV and say another effing word so let me tell you what happened with this man he's doing his little news wrap up now you know he can barely talk um and he was reporting on trump calling amorosa a dog and talking about her book and he said his closing remarks and i don't even know if it was closing because i legit just had to close my computer and walk the fuck away this man said sometimes that dog comes back to bite so you have to show Omarosa some R-E-C-I-P-E yo <laughs> in the words of the late great Aretha show Omarosa some R-E-C-I-P-C-T yo he spelled respect so messed up. It was worse than Eddie Murphy spelled it in his stand-up. Like, it was... <sighs> I just closed, like... And not even slammed my computer, but just closed my computer like, well... <laughs> Looks like I'm done here for the day. I couldn't do anything else with that. It was so freaking ridiculous. I just need Reverend Al. Reverend and do we even call you a Reverend at this point? I mean... No shade, but come on now, bruh. Stop. Reverend? Reverend? Come on. <laughs> Reverend? Reverend? Okay. <laughs> All right. Listen, I have been uh, trying to get this podcast going for this the fourth, fifth time today. And which is why I'm on a completely different microphone because the other microphone is just kind of like just kind of giving up hope on me right now. So I am doing it on a completely different microphone. <sighs> I did it. I'm going to take Aretha back a little bit further than that. Uh, <laughs> My sisters know that. That was our shit right there. Bling, bling, bling. Many say that I'm too young. Okay. Now, I'm doing the version from the movie. And if you are up on your black ass movie list, then you know that that is the movie Sparkle. Boom. So, I'm doing the version that Lynetta McKee sang. I don't know if she sang it originally, but Aretha's basically, she did that song. I know In Vogue did a version of it, but no, Aretha, this is Aretha's song, right? I don't know anybody that did it before Aretha. I don't care if anybody did it before Aretha, because nobody did it like Aretha, okay? So, that I'm too young. That was like a nasty song back in the day. Giving, giving a song that he can feel. <laughs> 
right? Them horns and shit. Like that's that that made sexy. Like it wasn't the words that made the song sexy necessarily. It was the instruments that was used. If it, if it was a saxophone in the song, that meant fucking. We know we all know that. If it was a trumpet in the song, that meant slow fucking. <laughs> I hate me sometimes. Okay. Um, but yes, black ass pilot, black ass movie list. I'm sorry. Um, the movie is sparkle and not the, not the remake sparkle, not that bullshit. No, shout out to Whitney girl. I get it. Maybe you was trying to pay off some debts, but that wasn't the move. Sidebar. What is up with people remaking movies and making them shittier? Like, they remade the movie, set it in the same time, but gave everybody different jobs and made everybody different. Like they could have, they didn't even try to set it in the eighties. They set it damn near in the exact same time period, but just made it shitty for no re. Like what, what did you have against the original version? What, who set out in their life to say, you know what? I want to fuck up that movie sparkle. <laughs> it was just, it was horrible. They could have just remade it. Put the exact same story, exact same, you know, like what the people were doing, set in the same time, set in the same place, set it around the exact same thing. They updated, moving it around, and it was it was so trash. It was it was trash. Like I had to go and rewatch the original version just to wipe that out of my memory. And anybody that says it was good, fuck you. It was terrible. It was terrible. Anyway, but um, that was from the movie Sparkle. Giving him something he can feel. <laughs> Ew, <will>. <laughs> so much joy for us, it seems. <laughs> okay, I quit. Anyway, before I have to pay somebody, I'm over here doing the whole damn song. Um, anyway, thank you guys so much. I'm like in an extremely good mood so I'm gonna try not to laugh at myself at every turn because I do that a lot of times when I'm in a good mood um it's just been a great week I took a break from watching the news and anything to do with Trump and I have to say <sighs> that's how I feel like I felt at a certain point that my elbow like my my shoulders were at the top of my ear like my neck there was no neck my chin was just pressed down into everything was just accordion down into my body because I was so angry and just tensed up and and pissed off right especially with some of y'all black people with this we gotta let Amorosa back into the cookout no bitch I talked about no no we're not doing it. We're not going to have a conversation about it. Don't inbox me about it. I don't want to hear your pleas about it. I don't want... No. The bitch, no. Just like Kanye, whole little apology. Nigga, no. No. You don't get that. No. It's 2018. If you don't know about his, your history, if you have not read about it, you shouldn't be speaking on it. You fucked up. No. I don't want your crazy ass at the cookout out here trying to put, he'll be the one to show up with raisins in the fucking potato salad because he think he being fucking ironic on some dumb shit. Nigga, no, you can't close the gate. He can't come in. No. Okay. So it was nice to just kind of step away, not have to think about it because I'm legit like, yo, why haven't they dragged this man out of that office in handcuffs? And everybody's like, well, you know, it's not, we try not to, you know, it's not considered right to indict a sitting president. Why not? This motherfucker don't even respect the seat. Get that motherfucker out of here before the whole world bursts into flames. And, uh, anyway. Okay. So it's just been a great week, guys. It's been a great week. And you know what else made the week amazing? New Patreon donors. I want to give a big shout out to John Taylor who upped his donation. Thank you, John. Uh, I got another donation from Minutes Before Midnight. Thank you. First of all, Minutes Before Midnight sound like a sexy-ass segment on the, uh, on the choir song. This is Minutes before midnight, I'm your host. <laughs> We're in the 11 o'clock hour. It's minutes before midnight. Right now, I want to send something out to the lovers listening. Get on your phone right now and give me a call and let me know. Here's Keith Sweat. <laughs> 
Listen, when your voice, when you got that kind of voice, you gotta throw on some whiny ass shit. <laughs> Nobody who gonna love you like me. Nobody. Or you hear, that was 90s doing music. We took out the saxophone. It was just the fucking guitar. Okay, I quit, I quit, I quit. body roll on for <laughs> okay I go I go I go shout out to minutes before midnight and thank you so much to Dor- Dot Street Jackson thank you all every last one of y'all thank you thank you thank you I cannot thank you enough for joining this black ass village um, there's a new Patreon video up there for those who have not gotten a chance to check back in there it's a video up there waiting if you are at the $5 level and if you want to join this village guys log on to patreon.com p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash black ass podcast and you know whatever is in your spirit to give you know do what do what you wait do what you feel it's a song i it's gonna come back around when it pops up i'm gonna just say it and you're gonna know just remember that this was the moment i said what do what you feel okay anyway um Yes, the village is popping. We cooking out, you know. Listen, in my village, you don't have to wear clothes. I'm keeping it real extra back in the day motherland. Like, before we got dragged here, like, motherland where you just titties and dicks out. Just living our best life. We living our best life. <laughs> right? We The kids want to get them kids away from that grandma. <laughs> you want to be, let me get you a plate. <laughs> That is the black ass cookout. So thanks everybody that's already in the village. And if you want to join the village again, uh, Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash black ass podcast. All right. Now, uh, what else is going on? Let's get into some of these so silly ass stories. I'm super excited about this story um, just because I... I've been searching and really trying to find some of the more weird stories and odd stories. Kind of like, um, remember cockroach milk or yeah, the cockroach milk and how they were saying it was a superfood. And I love stories like that. It's just sometimes hard to find within the swamp of bullshit that Trump is doing. So I found one guys. I'm so excited. Um, it is reported guys that, um, Baby poop smoothies are the new probiotic. Yeah, baby poop. Yeah, shit. Doodoo, dookie from a baby. Um, it's supposed to be the new probiotic. It's supposed to add good bacteria to your gut. Um, it's supposed to help fight um, uh, diabetes. It's not fight, but it's supposed to help people with diabetes, obesity, auto autoimmune disorders and even cancer um here's so here's the thing um just let me die okay and i know that that's like girl you can't just say that i know because i'm not necessarily sick right now and i'm sure if i was sick i would say give me the baby and let it shit in directly into my mouth like i don't want it to get into the pamper and mix with nothing maybe it's some chemicals in there that's let me give me the 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 baby shit directly (laughs) i will shoot it into my vein like heroin if it's gonna help right um so I get that I may be speaking without experience, but let me die. I'm good. First of all, there's a lot of questions for me in this situation. Like, what is the age range? Because a baby, you know, a baby is considered up until, in my head, a baby is considered up until like three or four. Now, the last thing I want is some baby shit at three or four or or 
two, listen, depending on what you feed this kid, I don't even want to smell that shit at six months because some of these kids be smelling like straight truck drivers after they done stopped at a roadside burrito spot that didn't have soap, hand soap. <laughs> and ain't nobody wash their hands, right? Like, I, I, listen, babies, beautiful, just innocent, a gift from God. But let me just let you know, the minute they get here into this earth, they are depreciating. They are immediately. It's almost like when you drive a car off the lot and it already go down like $10,000. That's a baby after they're born. Yes, you might got a new baby and you holding your baby listening to this podcast like, bitch, not my baby, bitch, your baby. Okay, the minute your baby breathe this dirty ass air, that first breath before they cry, yep, they just depreciate. That's $5,000 off your baby right there, right? Then that dirty ass water they wash that baby in, that shit is already taking their life out, right? Then you putting the oil and the chemicals and then you wiping them down. Some of y'all still using powder on your baby. You know you can't use talc. That shit give you cancer. Now your baby fucked up and now I'm supposed to eat this baby's poop to think I'm gonna get better. No, your baby poop just made me worse, bitch. Right? First of all, I'm cursing my ass off, and then I have the nerve to use the word poop. But shit just sounds too harsh for a baby, right? Like baby shit. Like damn, you say baby shit if the shit if the boo boo hits you. That's when boo boo is actually better. It's just like oh, it's baby boo boo. You got a boo boo, right? Because it's like oh, it's innocent. Boo boo sound like it don't even smell. Poop sounds very almost kind of sweet, like oh poop, right? When you say shit, that that's some nasty shit. That's like on the level of toxic waste. So that's what I'm saying. Like I need to know the window of age that is acceptable for this excrement, cause you know at a certain age that shit is toxic waste. Like I feel like if it's not water in the toilet, that shit will burn through porcelain. <laughs> Like some of y'all, that shit hit the ground and start a wildfire. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is so stupid. But they're saying that they take it, and that's the thing. I, they're not saying how you take it. Like, do they just get? Do you take it out of a diaper and just plop it into the neutral <laughs> with a banana? Do you take it and just make a regular smoothie? Like, do you substitute it for something else? Like, instead of your avocado, you put that in there. Okay, I quit. I'm sorry. I'm not laughing no more. This is hard news, guys. Gonna give it to you hard news style. So, uh, they're not very clear about how to ingest this baby poop. Or do you just take a spoon? Oh, as soon as I said it, that shit turned my stomach. I apologize. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I can't imagine just, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's not, that seems wrong. But they're saying that it contains short change fatty, short chain, I'm sorry, not change, short chain fatty acids that are key components of good gut health, right? So it's the short chain fatty acids that help everything like the diabetes, obesity. My question is, can they just make the short chain fatty acids? Listen, Nobody would have believed that we would ever be able to talk on our phone. They just launched a car into space. You know what I'm saying? Like they've split, they split Siamese twins. I feel like in 2018, you could just make a short chain fatty acid, right? Like you just take the fatty acid, put a gold chain on it, but make it mad small. (laughs) I hate me, but, um, I don't know y'all I just feel like this is like the roach milk like we don't have to do this because here's the other thing let's say you do it right let's say you do this because you're trying to be healthy you can't go back to what you was doing before like you just ate baby shit you can't then 
eat a pork sandwich. You can't go and have smothered pork chop. You can't have macaroni and cheese with bacon in it. You can't go and have a margarita. You can't go now and try to do things that are, you know, bad for you, but still we enjoy it, but bad for you. Like you just ate baby shit. You now have to live. You might as well move to the mountains and go live with some goats or some shit. Like and eat, go move to the rainforest and eat the leaves with the apes. You can't come back to regular life you can't come to brunch bitch and you just <laughs> you just gonna have a quiche or some shit like you ain't just eat baby shit to save your life no bitch you now are a part of a you now you have ingested baby shit you are no longer mortal mortal you're not with the rest of us ain't no more happy hour for you bitch you ate baby shit you now have to read the go up to the mountain and look for the burning bush you up there with moses now you on some next level shit we're not you know what i'm saying that's next that's next level health that regular people ain't on like you do a master cleanse okay girl you did that, drink some water, but you back clubbing and doing your thing. You know what I'm saying? You can't eat baby shit and then think you going, oh, I'm going to have dairy. No, bitch. <laughs> what was the point? You might as well have died. That's how you might as well just go ahead and die. Like you can't come back now. My question is to everybody, would you do it? Do you know anybody who's done it? So if you do, please call me, please not call me, email me, message me, DM me, slide in them DMs, let me know if you've done it before, if you know of anybody that's done it, what the results were, and where you are now. Like, what are you eating? <laughs> Is it a one-time thing? Like, do you get the baby poop and then you're done? You don't have to do it no more? I actually did hear that they are... That is a treatment that they're giving adults. They're putting other people's poop in your intestines as a way to um, balance it and, and, you know, improve the health of your gut. And I mean, let's be honest, if your gut ain't, if your gut is fucked up, if you're not able to shit, if you're not shitting properly, being constipated to me is probably worse, like... A long-term constipation, not able to go to the bathroom, not able to get that waste out of your body. That shit is up there with getting shot. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even, I'm dead ass. I, okay, without being extremely graphic, I've been very constipated before and I was like, yo, I wanted to go into a coma just so I didn't have to walk around that constipate it is it is horrible it is a horrible feeling to be constipated like that I low-key feel like I would rather be shot than be constipated for ex an extended amount of time so I get the idea of wanting a healthy gut and wanting everything to run and work as God intended it to work I just don't know about dumping <laughs> I just don't know about diving face first into a pamper <laughs> oh god uh, speaking of shit Stormy Daniels <laughs> I should have said speaking of the shit I'm sorry I am low key a Stormy Daniels fan just because I feel like she is the perfect match to Donald Trump's pettiness. Like, that's the one thing also that I can appreciate about Amarosa. I don't fuck with Amarosa. Me and Amarosa would never hang out. I don't have anything good to say to Amarosa. But I appreciate the level of petty, the way she matches his pettiness. Stormy Daniels, low-key, might be my hero, son. And I'm going to tell you why. The way she's unrolling and unfolding these details about Donald Trump, not that anybody wants to hear it. Lord knows I don't. But, like, she went through the whole thing. She had sex with him. She went through the whole thing. They were cheating, blah, 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 right? Her recent unveiling is that he lasted about two minutes in bed. <sighs> Peak pettiness, right? Now, 
Am I surprised? No. And I'm going to tell you why. Nobody who acts like Trump has a big penis. And I'm speaking as a woman and most women who are listening know what I'm talking about. When dudes who do real petty shit, they're very fucking vindictive and like assholey and bitchy. They have little dicks. They, you know, the way they treat other people, the way they talk down to other people, they have little dicks because they know if, if they were to line up with other men and pull their pants down, they know they wouldn't measure up so the only way that they can feel powerful is to be dicks and assholes right and and just right so um she didn't say his dick was small but the idea you know not lasting small dick it's all in the same you know big dick for two minutes is terrible just as terrible as a little dick it's still terrible you know what i'm saying you're still not gonna be satisfied right Um, but I'm not surprised, right? It's just like, yeah, girl. Okay. Right. Um, but just the fact that she put it out there is just like, cause you know, Trump is reading it and you know, he pissed, but this, this, the thing about Stormy that I'm like, wow, this bitch, let me take a step. Let me take a step and say this, even though it was only two minutes, I don't know that I could take two minutes of Donald Trump. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a different level of hoeing that I don't know, right? Like, listen, I've lived my whole life. I've had some amazing whole days. <laughs> my memory whole lane. <laughs> Magical, right? But that's a different level. Like, I feel like I've I've been a hoe. You know what I mean? Where you like Listen, I'm 40. I can I can tell my truth. I've absolutely been a hoe. <laughs> Done some whole thing. Mommy, let me give me a second. <laughs> Mom. <laughs> I know it's a lot, but <laughs> so I've absolutely done some whole, whole things. But Stormy Daniels is whore. Like when you are a whore, that you taking it to the next level. That means you're taking this person for however they look, however they smell, whatever they come to the table with. You're there for your money. That is a whore. A hoe is like when you you kick it with a dude, you like him, you you know you end up fucking him too fast because you like him, and you like your friend be like, bitch, you a hoe. I be like, ah, no, oh my god, right? Or damn, I really need to, you know, I need some money on this bill. Let me go. But it's somebody you know it ain't like somebody that's just off the street like, hey, y'all, I'm looking for $75. <laughs> it's like a dude you already have a relationship that maybe y'all not kicking it like that. But you be like, let me go get some ass so I can, so I can pay these people <laughs> But Stormy Daniels, baby, that's the next level. She's a whore. <laughs> but I respect her whoreism. Because she got 130 for them two minutes. When when you made that 130 for two minutes? <laughs> I ain't never made 130 for two minutes. I don't even... <laughs> Listen, in order for me to fuck Donald Trump, <laughs> I would need, I couldn't, I couldn't be on my back. I, he would have to be, it would have to be doggy style and the money would have to be piled up in front of me <laughs> in the shape of a boat. <laughs> you need to, you need to, <laughs> okay, I quit. I quit. I'm sorry. <sighs> mm, mm, mm. So... But the the pettiness is so perfect, and I'm here for it. And you know, do your thing, sis. She, that you know, it's crazy though. She's only thirty nine. Yikes! When they say black don't crack, that's what we talking about. Cause Stormy Daniels look like she is like if Stormy Daniels was a black woman, she would be like late fifties. And like she, she gives you, she gives you like mid fifties black woman in the face, right? So the fact that she's only forty, yikes! I'm not gonna say.
I'm not going to say it. Okay, I'm going to leave it alone. I'm going to leave it alone. I'm going to just say this. For somebody who is a porn star who's probably swallowed mad cum, she shouldn't look this old. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I quit. <sighs> Shout out to Stormy Daniels. She's the hero we deserve right now. Oh my god. All right. What else is going on? Um so, oh great. This is fun. So, I this is our celebrity life lesson. I actually put this post up on the Facebook page. Shout out to everybody that follows the Facebook page and engages the Facebook page. Um so, I saw this um story and I reposted it and I asked to hear from you guys and you guys came back overwhelmingly so thank you guys so much um as you know I don't normally do celebrity stories but I felt like this was something fun we could talk about so the the story is captioned Candy Burris from Escape purchases her daughter a Porsche for her 16th birthday without speaking to her husband the stepdad Todd about it is she wrong right now uh I have my own thoughts about it, but I'm definitely interested in your thoughts. So this this is some of the this is some of what I heard. Boom. Um, Jonathan says, "Hi, is her money? What exactly does he do?" Mm, damn, <laughs> which is exactly the gif I put up. Like, damn, girl. Uh, Tanika says. That's a big ticket item. So, yes, there should have been a discussion. It doesn't matter who earned the money. Two are supposed to become one when married. Um, when, <clears throat> when he married her, he married everything that depends on her and that and that she's responsible for. There sh- therefore, she owes him the courtesy of, a, of discussing the plan. Um, that's Tanika. Ron says... Mm, as a man coming into a family, we are supposed to take the role of being the father as well. Even in this case, it wouldn't have been right. It, it would have been the right thing to do to discuss it. If she chose to marry this man, then she should act like he is her husband and discuss it with him. Thank you, Ron. Um, he goes on to say, this is real petty. <laughs> I see you, Ron. It's always those who will holler package deal only when it's convenient. Now, I see what you're saying, but you ain't had to say that. You ain't had to do that. I see what you did, but you ain't had to do that. And let's not get it twisted. Men, you know, the same thing you're claiming against women is the same thing we claim against men. It's it. It goes both ways. Men will always claim to want something one way, but do the opposite, just like women do. So, Ron, shut your ass up. No, I'm just playing. Thank you, Ron. Uh, Janelle says, yeah, she should have told him. You got to make niggas think everything is their decision. That's marriage one-on-one. And, yeah, I believe that. And I talk about the male ego. I stand by it. Not It doesn't necessarily make men wrong. Although that ego is some bullshit, but it's just a part of who they are. So when you take, when you are dating a man, just like when you're dating a woman, you, there are certain considerations you have to have in the way you handle them for a happy home. Hey, sometimes you got to do certain things. What they say, happy wife, happy life, uh, happy husband, um, the garbage go out. I don't know. Shit. You don't have to hear him bitching all the time. Yes, fellas, y'all be bitching. Um, Donnie, oh, Rosalind says, yeah, there should have been a discussion. I don't believe in separating the kids when you, when you're in blended family. I've been raising my stepson since he was 10. That's my damn son and nobody can tell me different. That shouldn't even be a part of the conversation. Okay. Chris got... All of his feelings. Shout out to Chris. Thank you so much. We went back and forth a couple of times. And I was just like, you know, I'm going to have to let him have this. I think Chris might be going through something. He says, I love all the women. It's her money. But yet, y'all get excited and happy for women that take half the successful husband's money when they get a divorce and she's done nothing financially to help the marriage. Why isn't just 
Why isn't it just his money? All of a sudden, it's their money. Y'all phony as hell. Y'all just want to talk around it. Y'all just want to walk around and designer all day, have no talent or skill, and then feel entitled to a talented, hardworking person's money. You're pathetic. Whoa, 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 Chris. Um, sending love and light, brother. Um, we went back and forth, but I felt like he just kind of jumped off the subject and this kind of went somewhere else. So I was just like, okay, I'm going to let you have that. But first of all, just like Janelle said, he... Married, you know, a man who's mad about a woman who don't do nothing financially and all she do is walk around desire and da da da. Nigga, you marry her? That's your bad. You mad about what? The, the life choices you made? You know what I'm saying? Like, no. And it's funny because here's the other thing about it. You know, he's making this argument, but then men will make the argument, well, women need to get try a regular dude. No, this is why you don't try a regular dude. This is why dudes be messing up because you get a chick that don't have nothing, bring her to the table, and then be mad when she cash the fuck in. Yeah, that's why women are always after dudes that can match what they're bringing to the table because why am I going to bring you to the table so that you can walk away with the damn table when you leave? No, sir, you will not. Okay? You see, See what happened to plenty of people. Whoopi Goldberg been paying motherfuckers money. Halle Berry out here paying alimony for a grown motherfucking man. You think I'm about... Listen. I will OJ Simpson a motherfucker. <laughs> you got to die. And I know that sound fucked up. But the idea of me putting money in your grown man ass account. While you out here spinning wheels and buying cars. And, and, and throwing money on bitches. My money? Sir, the fuck never. Now, I mentioned to Chris that when a woman, you know, if a woman has a man's kids, then she's absolutely entitled to some of that money. And I stand by that. You know why? Because she has blown her body out. <laughs> See, when a man leave a marriage, he's leaving intact, okay? He might got a little extra love handle because they was hanging out and eating all the time and drinking and shit and kicking it. He was barbecuing and sitting around and watching the football game and he, you know what I'm saying? He wasn't really prepared for the streets because he was comfortable. But all he got to do is run two games of basketball and he's back in order, okay? A woman having kids by a dude leaves the marriage. Nine times out of ten, she's leaving with them damn kids, stretch marks, Titties, titties is wrong. Titties ain't like when they came in the marriage. You know what I'm saying? Stretch marks on her ass. You know, she need vagina rejuvenation. I don't know, maybe. Maybe she just got to do all this extra kegeling. Maybe she can't kegel and do other shit. Maybe she got to do the concentrated kegels, which means you need to put her in a deep sleep so she can kegel and really be focused with the kegeling. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the difference between men and women. Not to mention, you know, pelvis done shifted. You know, whole... Our whole frame, it's not like, oh, I have a baby and now my life has changed. No, my whole ass existence has changed. So, yeah, motherfucker, you got to pay for that. That shit ain't free. You don't get to just enjoy kids and not have to pay for that shit. No, bitch, that's what adoption is for. But you put a baby in me that I have to push out? Oh, bitch. Yeah. You got to pay for that. <laughs> That's kind of bitch I am. These motherfucking kids ain't free. Shit. No. Yeah. Half ho. Is your kids eating every day? Is your kids reading at the level they need to be reading or above? Is your kids taken care of? Is your daughter hair braided? Then bitch, you gotta pay for that. Hell. If you, <laughs> Listen. I said what I said. So me and Chris went back and forth and a couple people, <laughs> shout out to my girl Anna, came in like, ooh, he is upset. <laughs> But thank you, Chris, for your comments. Um, Cause you're right. And then his last comment was, "Hey," um, he said, ah, "Everybody, oh, what do you say? Uh, men are just as bad, and I'll admit it. I don't support it in all cases. We can't grow like that. Come on, Chris, you better bring it on around. Yes, we gotta grow, y'all." Um, Takesha says, "It's their money to support the house." Slash family. That doesn't mean she can't spend any of the money her way. Just because he thinks she should have bought the daughter a more modest car doesn't make him right or wrong. From the looks of it, he disagreed. She did what she wanted with her money. Did a bill not get paid? Are they struggling? Does Riley have a history of being destructive? Todd has the mentality of someone who 
is not balling and Candy is a baller. So he needs to check his feelings on this. Okay, Takesha. Ooh. Um, had this been reversed, a male celebrity brought their child. Had this been reversed and a male celebrity brought their child the car. Oh wait, that shit happens all the time. I would be I would say the same thing. The joint money is to support the family. If the family is taken care of, the excess should be spent how the holder of said money sees fit. Okay. Um, John Taylor says she obviously has the money, but it's always good to communicate a huge purchase with your partner because they could be thinking y'all just saving for the future and she just saving for the birthday party. <laughs> That's true, John. Anna says, I'm gonna need to <laughs> I'm gonna need a discussion before a purchase of this magnitude out of respect for my partner, especially for a teenager. If I'm buying my mother a house, I'm still letting you know beforehand and I'll expect the same in return. Boom. I got some mature people following this podcast. I really appreciate y'all. It's her money, but y'all know she told Mama Joyce, Adrian said. I'm sorry, I read that in the girl voice. It's her money, but you know she told Mama Joyce. Adrian said that, and I believe that. Which I posed the question: Is it more respectful if you speak to someone about it outside of your husband? Also, does it speak to mar a bigger marital problem? You know what I'm saying? Because I know sometimes as women we do certain shit just to get under a man. Well, let me say this: Men and women do this. Get do certain shit to get under your partner skin because you're upset about something that ain't got shit to do with it. You know what I'm saying? Like something else. I'm very petty like that. Um, so maybe it's it ain't got nothing to do with the car. Maybe this is her opportunity to be like, remember that time you did blah blah blah, blah in 2012, bitch. Okay, I'm getting you back, right? Um, let's see. Um, Cheryl Jones said. <clears throat> um. Cheryl Jones says, no idea who they are. However, here are my thoughts. I don't believe in the step bull and partial people, step parents, step kids. If they are supposedly married, she is wrong as hell. More female bullshit. Mentioning his income is ignorant and has nothing to do with the issue. First of all, y'all know how I feel about the word female. That shit is whack. So, Cheryl, get it together, girl. Female? Girl, what are you talking about? Are we animals now? No. Human. Woman. Ladies. Chicks. Something. Female? Gross. I hate it. Um, mentioning his income is ignorant. Ah, I, I, I'm going to let you have that. I'm going to give my thoughts a little later because I'm different with how I feel about certain shit. Kalila. <coughs> I'm sorry. Kalila says she should have talked to him. Got to include the mister in big decisions. Okay. Um, let's see. Duran says, no, I don't think she needed to check with Todd. Okay, Duran. Nice. It's different. That's, I haven't heard that a lot from men. So nice. Bonita says that's her money and her daughter. No discussion needed. I feel like you needed a boom after that. <laughs> okay. Taja says we didn't speak. Why didn't she speak to him about it? Guilt. Maybe she already knew he wouldn't agree. Not a smart move in a marriage and shows how sneaky she can be. But let's be clear. She doesn't need to ask him if she can spend her money. He knew that when he signed the prenup. Personally, I think that was a dumb purchase for a young driver. I agree with that. I don't think no young a Porsche. First of all, no, because you know they only going to drive fast as hell in that Porsche. Okay, I'm going to get my thoughts after. Last one, Rod said, short men need to feel in charge. She should have seen that. She should have seen this coming. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> where's the lie, though? Uh <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for responding, man. Uh, I really appreciate y'all uh, just kind of engaging and having the back and forth. Um, honestly, I agree. I don't think she should have made the purchase um, in general because it's not a smart purchase for a young girl. Um, anybody's 16. You, you getting a Porsche for what? I mean, I get that her mama rich. Yes, absolutely. I think that's dope. But just 
to me, certain cars seem problematic. You know what I mean? It's like buying your son a Camaro or a Lamborghini and then being mad he got mad speeding tickets. Bitch, the car go 206 miles an hour. Of course, I'm going to push the fucking pedal to the metal. I'm a kid. I have no fear of death. Yeah, I'm going to drive this bitch up the side of a building if you let me. Get This is your bad. Like, some shit is like, on the parents, your bad. As far as the marriage, I just feel like Sometimes you got to think about what's going to keep the household running smoothly. For me, if I'm in a relationship, when I'm married, I want to, not that I'm going to let somebody walk over me, but I just think it's about that mutual respect and just kind of being, like, it takes nothing to say, hey, babe, so, you know, uh, Roddy's birthday coming up. I'm thinking about getting hurt. What do you think? You know what I mean? Even if you know what you want to do, sometimes you could just, what do you think? And that just at least makes the person feel included. Like, damn, you just rolling back to the crib in a Porsche. This, you know, your man coming out the house, out the shower, you know, like the fuck is this? And you like, oh yeah. And then it's just kind of like, damn bitch, you out here making decisions. You out here. Like, I don't even matter. Like I'm not a factor in this family. Like you can't really do that. Now I don't think that's a man or a woman thing. I just think that's a respect thing for a husband or a wife. If my husband decided he was going to buy, you know, our child, a car that I didn't, you know, and not run it by me. It's like motherfucker. It may be some shit that's going on with this kid that you ain't paying attention to that I'm seeing. And I need to know that you're going to make this purchase. You know what I mean? Before you just up and go buy, outside of the financial thing now when it comes to the financial thing i just feel like you know if you ain't making that kind of money you can't really comment on it now and i say that as somebody who's looking for an extra rich husband listen if my extra rich husband want to do some extra rich ass shit and i'm not matching his income i'm gonna shut the fuck up (laughs) i'm gonna be like "Mm, that look nice Anyway, so thank y'all. Candy and Todd are our celebrity life lesson of this episode. Um, I just say it's more important to keep the peace and keep your household happy than it is to kind of upstage your mate. Otherwise, what the fuck are you married for? Right? Um, let me see. Oh, shit. It's 50. I'm playing around with y'all. All right. A couple of more stories. Um, so... The police officer who killed 15-year-old Jordan Edwards is has actually been found guilty. Um, guys, Roy Oliver from Balch Springs in Florida, fucking Florida. Um, uh, if you remember, uh, the police rolled up on a house party and the kids heard the police were coming. So they, all the kids were dispersed and jumping in cars, leaving. So they're driving away. And this officer shot into their car, hitting Jordan, murdering him. His blood and, and brains and shit splattered on his brother in the car with him. They ended up locking up the boys in the car. So not only were these boys traumatized by seeing their friend slash brother murdered, but then they had to, they were then locked up. And of course, the officer doing what these whole ass police do, he was fearing for his life. Like, how are you fearing for your life? But the car is driving away. That don't even make sense. And I mean, I don't know what what angel came down in this case and how this case is different from so many other cases, but I am just thankful that this officer got exactly what he deserves. Like, I'm thankful and it needs to happen so much more. I'm so sick of these whole ass police talking about how they fearing for their life, lying about feeling like they're in danger. You know, it's so many times that police are on their talking. They're like yelling into the camera for the, for their body cam, but it's not matching the situation. Don't, don't, what do they say? Um, don't fight me. Don't wrestle me. Stay down. But, the person isn't resisting the don't resist don't re- that person is resisting arrest they're basically giving themselves the opportunity to murder this person if they like they it's almost like they're covering their butts like if i end up killing this person i could always go back to the tape like well he was fighting me and i had to and that's why i was yelling stop that's why i was saying don't resist because he was fi- i didn't want to kill him you know what i'm saying like that's where we are with police police are now at the point where they 
are they know that they can say certain words that they can do certain things and the the jury will automatically side with them the the defense will automatically of course the defense but the prosecution the judge will automatically side with them people will be like oh well you know he was just trying to get home safe just like these fucking boys was trying to get let me tell you something and what really struck me about this story is that I think about the the house parties I've been to. I think about the time we went to, me and my cousin and two of her friends, well, they were my friends too, but went to a skip party. We at the skip party. I'm telling you, the whole ass school is at the skip party, okay? The skip party was so lit. People was walking off out of school in the class of 95. You know what it is. Yo, we were walking out of the school like, Oh, like, like it was a half day. Like we legit walked the fuck out of school to this house party. Kids is falling out of the house party. This, the, the doors open. This place is lit. Now we standing outside on the porch, like near the porch. We see the vice principal and like security walking down the street. Me, my cousin and two and um our two homegirls jumped the fence on the side of the house and ran. Like we legit ran over the fence, ran through the backyard of another house, got to the house, got to the other street and ran down the street. Definitely ran back to the school. Now, potentially a police officer could have been there and shot us in the fucking back and said what? He was fearing for his life. You know what I'm saying? How many times I've been at the skating rink and a fight break out and we all getting in our cars trying to drive off and you know what I mean? A police officer could have been there and shot our fucking car up and then been like, oh well I'm, I was fearing for my life. But bitch we're all trying to leave too. You know what I'm saying? But it's just this kind of idea and this kind of this attitude that black people's lives don't matter. That black people aren't trying to get home safe. That black people don't have a family that's worried about them and waiting for them. That we in some way are just resilient against being traumatized against being, you know, that a murder doesn't affect us or that this officer's life is more important than the lives of these people who are not doing anything I'm, I'm supposed to care more about this officer than I care about these fifth, this 15-year-old boy at a party doing what 15-year-olds have been doing since the begin since the fucking leave it to Beaver. So why can't we enjoy that? You know what I'm saying? Why can't black kids enjoy that? Why can't black kids enjoy going to a party? It's how many for every fucking white high school movie is a party with drinking and kids doing drugs and fucking partying and they jumping off the roof into the pool and they falling in the bushes and they running down the street and they shrieking. How, why do white kids get that and black kids don't get that? You know what I'm saying? Like that's the that's the fucking that's the injustice. That's the inequality that I'm that we're talking about. That we're crying and praying and 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 and, and marching and fucking kneeling about. You know what I'm saying? So the idea that this officer was finally actually an officer was held accountable is just like a sigh of relief like okay are we turning a corner is this going to be a situation where um where this is where officers will be held accountable moving forward i can't i don't i honestly can't say or i don't believe that we will i think this is just one situation maybe this dude I don't know what happened. I don't know what aligned, what stars aligned. This is still America. That is still Florida. And I don't see, there's no redeeming qualities in either of them. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know what happened. I'm just thankful that there was some type of justice for this child. And I really, really hope that everybody got their fucking sweater vest iron. They fucking pleated khakis. They own bringing their own personal Bible. I need everybody in glasses, whether you need a prescription or not. I need the hair brushed back. Very, you know what I mean? Low cut and brushed to the back. I need sundresses and low cut kitten heels or loafer. Yeah, no loafer. I mean, no heels at all. I need you coming in there, you know, looking like you fresh off the Easter performance at church. Get your money. No, it's not going to bring your child back. But I feel like in order, in order for, you know, there to continue to be these officers to continue to be held accountable it has to it has to be a financial burden it has to otherwise they don't give a fuck 
You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, it ain't everybody, but it's enough of the motherfuckers that they don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? I mean, just the idea that uh, it's this is just gut wrenching. It's gut wrenching. So you know, thank God there was some justice. Now my only thing, okay, boom. So he got convicted. I need to make sure this motherfucker is actually going to go to jail and stay in jail. Don't forget Daniel Holtzclaw. And I bring that up and I will continue to bring that up because I have not seen one report of where this man is. He went to jail for raping all those women in Oklahoma got 230 something years. I'm telling y'all a month later, it might not even been a month later. All of a sudden they can't find him in the system. How the fuck? Huh? You listen, that is the equivalent of that man. The, um, the white, the KKK dude that blew up that church with the, with the four little girls in it. And then all of a sudden didn't nobody see him and nobody's held. You know, that is the equivalent of white people throughout history, murdering black people doing all kind of injustices, but didn't nobody see nothing or, you know, or the bitch who lied on in the till that old bitch right now being able to live out her best life, being able to tell that she fucking lied and ain't nobody ran up in her fucking house and dragged that old bitch to jail. And I meant every word that I just said, that old filthy, crusty, lying, dirty ass bitch. And if that's your grandmama, you can tell her I said so. <laughs> anyway. All right, I cannot do the rest of these stories, y'all. I'm so sorry. Thank y'all so much for listening. I really appreciate y'all. Shout out again to everybody who uh, commented on the Celebrity Life Lesson from Candy and uh, Todd. Thank you to the newest members of the Black Ass uh, Village, Minutes Before Midnight, John Taylor, who upped his donation, and Dostry. Dots tree jackson thank you all and of course everybody that's um already donating to the patreon page if you want to join the black ass village log on to patreon.com slash black ass podcast that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash black ass podcast and make sure you follow the podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Black Ass Podcast. And follow me. Uh, you can find all of my links at my on my website, hrcomedy.com. Um, and I've got some shows coming up, so check out the schedule section of my website to see where I'll be and come through. Um, let's see. Does that? Yeah. That? Okay. Yeah. That's everything, y'all. Thank y'all so much for listening. I'm out. Peace.